0: Assalamu alaikum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you Good evening You are listening to Radio Islam I'm your host, Tariq Alameen And we are broadcasting on WCEV 1450 AM Reaching the world by streaming live at www.wcev1450.com If you are new to the Radio Islam family, we welcome you Thanks for tuning in Uh, We broadcast every day from 6 to 7 p.m. Central from the wonderful city of Chicago. And we are actually uh, remote broadcasting from the Palmer House, Palmer House. Um, You can keep up with us by following and liking us on social media, be that Twitter, Facebook or Instagram. You'll find us at Radio Islam USA. That's at Radio Islam USA. And you can get our podcast wherever you get your podcast. So if that's iTunes, TuneIn, Google Play, SoundCloud, you'll find us at Radio Slime USA. Uh, so all that good stuff is out of the way. And um, well, one last thing. Uh, you can give us a call or tweet us. Uh, we've got our uh, Facebook page up. As a matter of fact, we are, uh, we're live. Obviously, for those who are on Facebook and see us, we are live tonight. And uh but you can give us a call at 312-750-1178. That's 312-750-1178. So tonight we are gonna talk about um, as always, I am joined uh, in studio by the impressive one, uh assistant producer Ibrahim Beg. You want to give us salams? Right, always coming through nice and nice and to the point. Um yeah so we're gonna talk about some of the uh some of the stories that are in the news that we don't always get a chance to bring up um, whether it's because you know we have guests and and they're fantastic and we have those conversations but we're going to take tonight and talk about a few of those uh stories that have caught the the attention of uh well of america uh, and one of the first ones well I guess the first one we can just we'll jump off with is um Pompeo. Yes, we'll jump, we'll start off with Pompeo. Um, He was confirmed as the Secretary of State, former director of the CIA. Kind of share something in common with another former director of the CIA who moved on to become the vice president and then later on president. Talking about uh, former President uh, George Bush uh, Sr. But. How was it how was this resonating uh with you ibrahim it
1: wasn't honestly that much of a surprise mm-hmm. um because with the republican majority in the in congress in the senate um it was kind of a given that he was going to be confirmed you know yeah. since he was chosen by a republican president the republicans are going to approve him it is alarming still in that he's known for having uh anti-muslim beliefs and being basically a war hawk now being a war hawk is something which is debatable in the political science community as something which is totally evil or which is a result of certain strategies uh, certain worldviews or whatever Um, but in this case it didn't seem like it's gonna be something good it can only be negative now combined with him as Secretary of State and also John Bolton as yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I think a defense national Secretary, security right? national security defense, advisor yeah um, that's a pretty bad combination of t- having two Warhawks uh, you know together on the team like that is definitely something to be alarmed about for us as Muslims we're also alarmed that there are uh, people with Islamophobia once again John Bolton uh, once again mm-hmm. they're kind of double teaming this um, um, effect of having Anti-Muslim, anti-Islamic uh, rhetoric and tendencies, and really giving Islamophobes an ear right. and a pathway into uh, policy, White House policy, which is all of it is pretty alarming.
0: Yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see uh, if there if there are any teeth to the bark. Um, uh, both of these people um, have already demonstrated, like like you said, they've already demonstrated uh, that their stances so what comes next uh it definitely could have uh they could ha- could have some um, impact on the issue with uh with iran um uh you know as far as um redoing or renegotiating uh, the contract um you know we'll we'll see we'll see
1: so we know the president hates the iran nuclear deal and he keeps repeatedly saying how is the word he doesn't know why deal. though yeah yeah. well we know why it's because people on the right are keep telling him that it's such a bad deal Right. Um, but yeah so add that to the fact that there's this building tension between Iran and Saudi Arabia in the region and add that to the fact that now we have two people who are war hawks um, and the republican party in general that is very antagonistic towards Iran and mm-hmm. um, all of it really it outlines a pretty dangerous
0: scenario yeah well we'll keep watching and I'm sure that that all of the uh, major outlets and analysts will continue to to, to dissect and uh, try to figure out what's gonna come next so all right so on to our next uh, our next uh, point the sunken place mm-hmm. and We could have just said kanye yeah but um twitter has been uh roasting him with a lot of memes uh and references to the sunken plates which is a reference to if you did not see the movie get out then uh uh respect yourself go see it um it is worth it's worth seeing uh and so his comment if you did not if you're not on twitter if if you don't have any uh friends who who heard what he said uh basically well we'll we'll, we'll move forward we'll go to his defense of his a picture that he took with i, I don't even know who the two who two, who two, the, who took uh, two guys were do you know who they were no I don't. all right i but, don't
1: think i've seen the picture actually
0: yeah but it's it's two guys he took this picture uh, picture with and uh, these are two white gentlemen and Obviously from the response, these are two uh, MAGA folks, right? And, um, but his response, his, his comeback is, I don't agree with anybody 100%, right? Not even, uh, well, anybody, right? He said, except for myself. Now, what was interesting about this is that Chance the Rapper came to his defense with something that was really kind of off, in, in, in my opinion. And his, his thing was, he says, well, all black people don't have to be, have to be uh, Democrats. Well, mm-hmm. I don't think that's what people are upset about or concerned about. The issue is that Kanye has aligned himself, given the support to somebody who has not shown very much support or very much, if any, Um, sympathy, empathy, understanding towards people that look like Kanye. Uh, Mm -hmm. We can go back to uh, was it last August? Right? And he tried to make this uh, equivalency between the um, uh, the what was it? Little Tiki Torch fellas. Right? White white nationalists? Yeah, the white nationalists. Right? So he wanted to make Uh, an equivalency between the white nationalists and the people that came out to protest uh, against them Mm -hmm. one group is built on on hate one uh, and and the other is is an opposition to that that alone in my opinion that alone should have been enough for you to distance yourself from this gentleman Mm -hmm. so I mean I, I don't care what your other policies are you got that one that one wrong that's 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 a deal breaker so he's in the sunken place
1: i'm not as shocked somebody really not as shocked by this as other people seem to be mm-hmm. and i feel like i have less um revulsion than other people have um i guess yeah i agree Con- i agree with Chance in that kanye can believe whatever he wants to believe and support whatever candidate he wants to support. Mm-hmm. But he's also open to criticism at the same time for doing that. Oh, Kanye? Oh, yes, yeah, definitely. Um salamu alaykum al- And uh, I think it wasn't just that he went to meet Trump or something like that. It was that he actually got a, a red hat with that was autographed by Trump. Yeah. Um, so he's pretty enthusiastic about it. Um, yeah. Which is kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. It's very strange. But that's Kanye. I mean, didn't he already... already uh see that he supports Trump like a long time ago and then he came out yeah, after yeah he went to see him like he went to
0: Trump Tower after he got elected yeah right so and, and but he was not alone right there were mm-hmm. there were some other other folks uh, as a matter of fact i i wasn't even aware of this until today somebody um in the office said that steve harvey uh tried to blame oh there oh, tri- yes they tried to blame uh president obama for him going, he said, President Obama told me to go. So I don't, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense to me. But yeah. but, but, back to Kanye. Back to Kanye. Um, I think that his logic of not having to agree with somebody, mm-hmm. uh, 100%, that's fine. That's fair. Right? That's fair. We're not all going to agree on everything. But what we disagree on, right, those can be, as I said, those can be make or break those could be make or break issues.
1: Yeah, I guess my problem with the the issue mm-hmm. with what Kanye is saying is that he's. I think he's making it look like, oh no, I don't really support this guy. Right. We're just both individualism, and we don't have to agree with. We don't have to agree on any, everything, you know. Yeah. But it seems like from his actions that he is a pretty big supporter. Yeah. Because he got an auto I mean, you don't get an autograph hat from someone. That you're not excited about in some right. way, you know. Yeah. you're not. You know, I'm not gonna go to a random person in the street and be like, "Hey, we're both individuals, so
0: can I have your autograph?" Right. Hence um, the sunken place. Yeah. Right. So we, we don't know. Really, he is in need of um, he's in need of the prayers of of his supporters, of his fans, and and I've I've appreciated him as a as a creative force. Right, since he since he came out, since college dropout. Mm-hmm. But where he's at right now, not really understanding that. Yeah. Um and So what do you think about the whole
1: mental illness thing, that the theory that's out there? Is he That yeah. he's that he's
0: mentally ill. Yeah. Oh, I mean mental illness is real. Yeah. Um it manifests itself in, in different ways and being a celebrity, having millions of followers, does not insulate you from that. Um there's, there's something, there's definitely something that's not right. I mean, it's one thing to have a, a, a huge sense of yourself and to be willing to take uh, un, uh, unconventional uh, stances, right? I, I can respect that, but the things that he is doing, it, it kind of pushes him from being a, a representative, not to say that's what he ever sought to be, but from being a, a, rep- a representative of uh, the people they live in communities that he came from. The people that look like him, the people that uh, that may look to him for inspiration, he's pushed himself. He's pushed himself out of uh, contention uh, to be in those types of spaces. So he, yeah, something's wrong, and he needs he needs to get right. All right. I, I think his other half, people are gonna be upset to hear that. But I think his other half, you know, I don't wanna I don't wanna say too much, but. I'm gonna say it. His other half. That I think that was just a bad move for for the, for the brother. But okay. um, but you know, that's you his think, thing. Do
1: you feel like Kanye, since I don't know over the past decade or whatever, has he lost a lot of uh,
0: love and credibility here in Chicago? You think or no? Uh, from from some, mm-hmm. yeah, from some. But in all on all fairness, I don't really. I don't follow everybody. With the same type of um, steadfastness right so I'm like if he put some music out you know I'll, I'll, I'll check it out but I'm not somebody who would look to see what he what he's tweeting every day and, and all of that mm-hmm. so it, it will be definitely some people who are really probably more disappointed than others but um, but let me let me extend this a little bit into into another happening um, today so we know the the verdict came in Mm -hmm. against um bill cosby right dr bill cosby and using kanye's logic it made me ask the question and his logic is i don't agree with everybody with anybody 100 percent, right that's fair um but what it had me thinking about i don't know how i came to this other other point but Do the negative actions, does a negative deed or conviction, does it erase the good that you've that you have done? Right. And that I think that's probably that's probably a more important question for me and how we deal with people that have been in the limelight uh, and find themselves on the wrong end uh, of the gavel. Um, so I think that's going to be the next the next question, although even as I pose the quote, well, let, let me hear what you, what you have to say on that before I, I go any further with that. Yeah,
1: basically, so to summarize what you're saying, Kanye um, seems to be showing support for Trump on the basis that, you know, we're all individuals and I don't agree with, with anyone 100% except for myself. Basically, what he's saying is nobody's 100% good or 100% bad. Everyone has good and bad, so let's take the good. And leave out the bad, right? Right. Now, does that same logic extend to Bill Cosby? Um, I think to be to be fair, a lot of the people who are criticizing him, criticizing Kanye for hanging out with Trump, mm-hmm. they will be just as strong in condemning Bill Cosby for what he did. But also at the same time, Bill Cosby has has done a lot of good. So so you're able to tremendous. say like okay this is what he did this is what he did that was just completely heinous a heinous crime that he's now been convicted of mm-hmm. um, and then there's other things that we can look at that said well this was actually pretty good something good you know you had the uh, TV show that portrayed a good family um, other projects before that you like you're saying he bought this he paid for the
0: speakers or something yeah he paid for the sound that system that Dr King uh, gave his famous I have a dream speech mm-hmm. uh, over he, he paid for that he's developed a reputation
1: over over the years as someone who cared about the black community and wanted to
0: see good happen for his community he's and a doctor of, of education mm-hmm. right um, he made sure not I mean we don't we don't even have to go back and look at uh, groundbreaking stuff like I spy or the work that he did with a uh, Sydney Poitier um, j- even if even if you just became acquainted with Bill Cosby, with the Cosby Show, mm-hmm. or the Cosby Kids, right, Fat Albert, you know, if, yeah. with them, you could see a consistent, um, a consistent effort to portray African Americans in a dignified uh, manner. And what he did with the Cosby Show was 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 groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, what he did with um a different world was was groundbreaking I mean it had it being a a, a starting point for for so many African Americans who decided that, to look at HBCUs again um as a philanthropist uh I mean if we go down the list of of, of his accomplishments and uh, of what he's given I don't think you you don't erase all of those things
1: I think that's the argument that that's the that's what people are really grappling with right now yeah. is they're they're grappling with the question that is what, what he's been convicted of now is it some is it something so evil and so heinous that it really does cancel out all of that or at least stains it in a way in a sense that we shouldn't really celebrate him anymore or celebrate his achievements anymore. This is what people are grappling with and I think it's a fair Question to be honest, and it's not an easy question to answer either And I think everyone's gonna have their own answer for it um, but going back to This logic extending to that mm. if you were to look at Trump. I Don't know if Donald Trump has any of those level of achievements or even a record of really being a social reformer or or working for other people you know working for other working to better people's lives and and stuff like that seems like no it could be wrong it seems like most of his life has revolved around just improving his own situation and his own financial situation and whatever other Mm -hmm. um so i so so yeah if we were to compare the two men Mm -hmm. definitely and by the way donald trump is also accused of uh, s- issue sexual assault issues. Obviously, not, um, hasn't been taken to a legal level yet. Mm-hmm. but
0: And nor no will he be. Oh, I shouldn't say that, but yeah. I don't so anticipate he will yeah, be. Yeah,
1: I mean, I don't want to treat it as something, I don't want to treat those allegations as something that's just equal to the allegation against Bill Cosby because he's not been convicted. Trump has not even been charged with anything. Hmm. Um, but yeah, there's that. Gray area or whatever that area of doubt that's there, yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say the achievements that Trump has are pretty much revolve around himself. It seems like. Uh, like, correct
0: me if I'm wrong, but no, no, I think I think that's that's exactly it. Uh, it's funny for somebody to have ran for public office. Actually, I think it's I think it's a farce whenever I see it from anybody who seeks to run for public public office. But if have not already established a track record of service mm-hmm. um, for somebody to say I want to run and I want to represent the community I want to represent my country state whatever but they have not already um, established themselves as as servants why would you expect them to all of a sudden do it because they get in the check because they have an office because they have a title and that's not who Donald who donald trump was he's never been known for uh as as a as a servant leader he's never been known for that um so he's always been known as just a profiteer and to be honest i think
1: he not only has he been known as that i think he embraced that image for himself over the years and he kind of promoted himself as someone you know look at my golden faucet and my golden sink and you know yeah this kind of a lifestyle and that's kind of what he was about you know
0: yeah so, so what's going to happen is um, I think Bill Cosby will continue to be uh, and, and let me make sure it's understood that I'm gonna admit, admit my own bias first of all okay so my bias is as an African American man um, I am not always trusting of the justice system Right. That's that's the first thing. Uh, but the second thing is, if there's truth to it, these are very serious uh, allegations yeah. uh, and good works. It, in this regard, it does not it does not remove you from responsibility for uh, from being responsible for those actions. OK. The court d- did what you know, did what courts do and have done. But beyond that, it's going to be a, a further decimation of him that will go beyond whatever the court gives him, whatever sentence the court gives him. It, it really won't matter. Uh, his history, as far as, quote unquote, mainstream America is concerned, is going to begin with this conviction. Everything that he's done prior to this, will, they will do everything they can to erase all of that. The baby will be thrown out with the bathwater. Absolutely. In other words. Abs- absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Okay. Um,
1: we Speaking want to t- of justice system, <laughs> when we come back from the break, I think we should mention the situation with Philadelphia rapper Meek Mill. Yeah. Yeah. Just got out of prison. Yeah. Uh, some important implications for, once again, critiquing the justice system and
0: its targeting of
1: young black males.
0: Yeah. Good, good good, good, segue. Good segue. <laughs> okay. Uh, Radio Slime family, we're going to take a short break. Uh, well, you know what? Let me uh, give, uh, who is this? Hassan and Yusuf Tafsif. Uh, uh, assalamu alaikum uh, Thanks for tuning in. Uh, they are on our uh, Facebook Live uh, page. All right. So we're going to take a short break, and we'll be back in just a moment. This is Radio Islam on WCEV 1450 AM. As-salamu
1: this Saturday, April 28th, Sound Vision will be hosting a weekend school teachers training day. This will be a day long seminar focused on training teachers and administrators to build a better weekend school system. For thousands of Muslim children,
0: weekend school is crucial in forming their perception of Islam. If you're a teacher, please attend this free event. Join us at 9 30 a.m. at Islamic
1: Foundation in Villa Park. You can register at soundvision.com.
0: And now we have an eight-year-old on the line. Welcome to Our World Today. What's your question? Our continents make up 29% of the Earth's surface, meaning that 71% is comprised of water. Man automatically adapts to environmental conditions. So why do I need to take swimming lessons? Are you ready for kids who eat healthy? Good nutrition can lead to great things. To find out how a healthy lifestyle can help your child succeed, go to MyPyramid.gov, brought to you by the Ad Council and USDA.
1: When Dad needed help getting around, I became his driver. Soon enough, it was up to me to be his housekeeper and financial manager, too. When he moved in, I became his cook and even his nurse, but no matter what roles I play, I know I'm still his daughter.
0: We understand the roles you play. So to help, we created aarp.org caregiving, where you can connect with experts and other caregivers. Visit aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council.
1: Would your business survive a disaster? Nearly two-thirds of businesses aren't prepared for an emergency, and 40% of businesses that experience a disaster never recover. Make an emergency plan now before it's too late. For a free online tool that helps you develop an emergency plan to keep your business up and running should disaster strike, visit ready.gov forward slash business.
0: Brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency, the American Red Cross, and the Ad Council.
1: Hey, Mom. Why is the sky blue? Why don't animals talk? Why do dogs have wet noses? Why is an 11 pronounced one t one Kids ask a lot of questions. Why do I have a belly button? But Why you don't have it? to know every answer. Why is the ocean salty? Because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect green? parent. Why are there 50 states? There are thousands of children in foster care who don't need every question answered. Why is pizza around? They just need you. For more information on how you can adopt, go to AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Radio Islam The nation's first daily live call and talk radio show Produced by Muslims for the mainstream market Radio Islam On the air since 2004 because of your generosity Radio Islam salutes its most valuable asset You, our listener From our producers to our interns We appreciate your support
0: Thank you Assalamu salamu May the peace that only God can give be upon you. Welcome back to Radio Slime. This is your host, Tariq el and we are broadcasting on WCEV 1450 AM, streaming live at www.wcev1450.com. And remember, you can uh, keep up with us wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to this episode and all of our previous episodes. If that's uh, TuneIn, iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud, you'll find us at Radio Slam USA. And be sure to follow and like all of our social media pages Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Radio Islam USA. Sounds very familiar. And if you'd like to give us a call, you can do so at 312 750 1178. That's 312 750 1178. All right. And we want to give a special shout out to all those who are uh, watching, who are joining us uh, via Facebook Live. Assalamu alaikum. Um, who we just had come on? Assalamu alaikum. Uh Dionate uh, Nelson. All right. Salam. Um, and I apologize if I messed up if I mispronounced your name. My apologies. Very small writing. Okay. So um, yeah, so we say we're going to we're going to pick up where we left off. Um, we're talking about the justice system at at, at this point and uh, what better example of how our justice system can run awry? then looking then by looking at the example of uh philadelphia rapper meek mill uh who recently uh he did a stint uh, he had been arrested from prior a prior conviction um and uh he was just when was he released like last week
1: i think
0: two days ago or something two days ago was it been that soon yeah okay all right see i'm gonna blame that on i'll claim jet lag Okay. Yeah, I just got back. So, um yeah, but but what? Share some of what you were saying off um, off air.
1: Well, to put it all in perspective, he his this all stems from I think a 2009 charge. I think he had like a dope charge and a gun charge. Mm. He did a few months of time for that, and then he was set on probation right. after his term for like a long time, and then last year. He got caught riding a dirt bike or some type of a dirt bike, motorbike or something. He popped a wheelie, which is technically illegal. Mm -hmm. And then that, in addition to um, some type of assault charge, Mm -hmm. both the wheelie charge and the assault charge were dismissed. But it still somehow the judge decided that it violated his probation in a way where he was sent back to jail. And pretty much everyone including in the justice system and outside in public was against this and there was a big outcry that you know this is pretty much ridiculous the man he um, did a lot to reform himself he hasn't gotten in trouble for many many years Mm -hmm. and he did this minor thing of like popping a wheelie and that's kind of what got him sent back into jail yeah so there's a huge outcry huge outpour of support and now finally he's up you know what um as you as you were kind of running oh, down uh, that. And one more thing what the original charges that he received mm-hmm. back in 2009 i think yeah. even the da in in philadelphia where he was charged are saying that this case should be thrown out because the evidence the main witness in the case was untrustworthy or something like that to the point where the whole case needs to be thrown out so it's it, it the whole Situation
0: maybe could have been avoided. Do you know what I see in this? what I see is not just the uh, Not just the procedure right or the the rule that says that, you know three strikes or, or anything like that That's not what I see what I see. Well, first of all, this is Philly This is same same spot where the brothers were uh, Arrested in Starbucks, right? Um, What this makes me think about is the immense power that, if not used properly, can lead, I mean, can really tear somebody's life up. Uh, And that power is discretion on behalf of the police officers. So police have a great deal. They have a great deal of power every day. They make decisions uh, in their interactions with people that that can lead to, you know, uh, good or or, bad or disastrous outcomes so why was I mean, why was why was the brother arrested for popping a wheelie now of course everything is, is you know it's is context to everything right we weren't there we don't know if I mean, if it was a baby walking across the street or something like yeah. that and he's popping a wheelie over a baby right now that that might be something that would upset you you say you know i'm going to write this guy a ticket i'm going to arrest him but I can't help but uh, just look at at the, the, the point, right? This this the the point of, uh, of of action, right? And that is, what's going through the head of the police officer in a in a situation like that, where he decides that he wants to go to the furthest uh, to the furthest extent of his authority, as opposed to give give the guy a warning, you know, let 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 him roll, but what has what is good that's come out of this is that meek miller said that he is going to now dedicate himself to reforming uh this this justice system which is always good because how many other people who are um who who could be locked up under the same type of circumstances but don't have that national don't have a platform don't have people that that are willing to come to bat for them um so he had the benefit of that so yeah i think he's absolutely doing the right thing by now using his position to um to try to you know to try to initiate some positive change
1: yeah like you said i think that's the good that comes out of the situation here i'm personally i'm not a fan of meek mill or his music or whatever but definitely if he can use um his position in his situation to try to and be a spokesperson for people who are disadvantaged people in his own situation um that have that haven't the same voice that he's been given mm-hmm. you know that's definitely something good and we hope he stays firm in that mission
0: yeah and i think i'm i think i am translating or i'm picking up the the comment uh my brother uh, nelson has made he says the brothers could have gotten killed now i'm not sure if you meaning that they could have gotten killed while locked up if that was i mean if because that's a very real uh uh, consideration well and that's a much longer conversation but yeah lives change you know lives change or if he's looking at the um the starbucks uh, Mm -hmm. incident right either way your life can can take a completely different turn if you have the wrong type of uh the wrong type of interaction with with law enforcement and this is a great segue into law enforcement um, done in a in a responsible manner a manner that we're not used to seeing here uh, in the United States uh, and that is the response of the uh, Toronto police to the recent what's the what's the fella's name uh, Manassian. Yeah, Alec Alex Manassian Yeah, Alec Manassian, Yeah, so this guy Runs down a group of people And, you know, leaving bodies in his wake And tries to Basically, he gets out the van And tries to Get the police To shoot him mm-hmm. Right? Suicide by cop And, and then but Since then, it's Canada be, right. Instead of the United States It turns out very differently Yeah yeah and 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 that's the thing that we are so used to we are used to outcomes that end with well you know what no we're not no we're not I think what we're used to we are used to if if we're honest and look at the statistics we are used to uh, interactions like that ending with a peaceful arrest uh, more often than not when the perpetrator happens to be a white male if and and we've got you know we, we have uh, who was the fella um, there was a guy who killed some folks I think it was it was in the Midwest um, some sheriffs mm. last year year before and he was taken down right they, they didn't kill him um, I feel like they would kill if it was a white male he would have like a 50-50 chance. 50, 50 Say 70-30. I don't know. But he definitely would have more more of a chance than if he were... Put it like this. If that would have been one, if that would have been a, a uh, uh, an African-American, very little chance. Mm-hmm. If he would have been visibly appearing to be a Muslim of any ethnicity,
1: yeah.
0: it's a wrap. He's gone. Uh, if he would have been any that, would have whole, that would have changed the whole
1: narrative of the crime, by the way, which we'll get to in a second. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: No <laughs> doubt. No doubt. <laughs> yeah. So th- there are a lot of there are a lot of layers to it, you know, as, as we look and we see their response. But one of the things that um, some of the comments that I've read from uh, police officers in Canada uh, and actually one of the interviews that was given by a police official there was that we de-escalate crime um, situations. Right. on a daily basis we de-escalate we don't go in uh like you do in the united states and it's just you know uh, it's just bang 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 yeah
1: this reminds me of a conversation that we had i don't know, i think it was a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. when we were talking about black lives matter and how uh young black males have been the focus of these basically being targeted by the police mm-hmm. um i was trying to say that you know i don't think it's so simple that these are basically white supremacist executions happening in the street. I think it's more complex than that. Mm. I think it's a more has to do with the mentality of the cops and their trigger happy nature. Now the question is why do they have this instinct to shoot? Is does racism play a part in that instinct to, to see people as a threat even when they're actually not? I think the answer is absolutely yes. Mm. But it would be an oversimplification to oversimplification to say that these are literally you know intentional executions happening in the street but um, this story also reminds me of a part of a documentary by Michael Moore mm-hmm. I don't remember which one it might have been bowling for Columbine yeah where he goes to Canada and he um, he, he discovers that people's attitudes towards guns and crime are like just totally different from what are right across the river in Detroit I think that's the movie uh, and he goes up to people's front doors and they're just unlocked and he just walks in and mm-hmm. people and they aren't even that shocked to like see him they're like oh hi <laughs> it is very surreal so yeah there's a difference between our perception of crime and the police and death and shooting and everything as Americans mm-hmm. than people in other uh, developed countries even like right next door like Canada so th- even the way the police the police is trained over there and the mm-hmm. way they react
0: to a threat yeah. is totally different from what people would do over here you know what I- I'm gonna address one of the points you made about um, about it being an oversimplification right say it's just it's just a racist cop it was an execution it's if you if you take it down to the individual level then I think you miss the real point uh, that it is not about the individual it's about the system Mm -hmm. and it is the system itself that is based on and and built on uh, subjugation of of black bodies right the control of black bodies to be able to say you can't congregate at this particular point Uh, that I mean, there, there were laws on the books that you could be uh, loitering laws. Hmm. Uh, there's a, a book called Slavery by Another Name. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's a documentary, too. And uh, and it, it detailed how black men, if, if you were not employed, mm-hmm. if you were home on a Saturday, the sheriff could come by, and if you were not there, if you were at home, you could be arrested for loitering and taken to somebody's lumber mill, somebody's, uh, mine or whatever, and sentence, and now you are property of basically property of the state. You, you're 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 a slave again. Mm-hmm. So that's just that's just one example, but it is the system, and not the individuals. It's the system that's been used to um, to, to wreak havoc, you know, in in black communities. I mean, these are communities that are over overpoliced, uh, underserved. Uh, and then you're talking about uh history in the media of black men in particular being demonized for hundreds of years, you know, in, in, in their press. So it's just a natural byproduct of, of the system. It's not, It's not. you know, it didn't just happen today or this year or even old Michael Brown or, or Trayvon Martin. Yeah, so it, it's, it's systemic.
1: Yeah, I think that's actually a valid point. I mean, I also don't want to divorce Crime from the individual that committed the crime, but yeah I think you definitely bring up a valid point that this system, the legal system, was designed with intrinsically having this bias or this um, intentional targeting of, of black men and women. Yeah.
0: Um, that's a valid point. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So now we, um, I think the good that can come out of this is to examine the system, to look at. Canada, which is a developed country with the extreme, w- with a very diverse population, much like uh, the United States, mm-hmm. which you know, and then there, I believe the uh, Muslim population, the Muslim uh, Muslims comprise, I think, seven percent of um, in the of Toronto, Toronto. The metropolitan area. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're seven percent, and I mean, and that's that's a sizable percentage. I mean, yeah. if you consider. Like nationwide for the United States and I think minorities one like percent yeah.
1: minorities in general in the Toronto area are close to I think half of the population really?
0: yeah 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 so I, I definitely can uh, believe that and I think what this does is it shows that there's a need for not just uh, sensitivity training but a different cultivating a different outlook on the sacredness of life uh, and that the police, their first, their first responsibility, and I, I would love to hear uh, a police officer tell me differently, but is the preservation of property, protection of property, um, first, before we get into life, you know, it's protection of property. And I think we need to reverse that. We need to revisit that that order and look to protect. Is that what you found in
1: your experience when you were working in the county?
0: Oh well, I was working for the uh, for the state, but. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> But um, yeah, because actually I, I was, my intent for many years was to go that route. Um,
1: I mean, did you find a system that was being built around preserving property
0: first and then life second, the prison system? Uh, yeah, like if somebody was doing something, it was, it was a mix, it was a mix. I mean, I think in that context, uh, in in a prison context, there's not much that you're really gonna do other than flood your room right Mm -hmm. you might tear up some sheets or um, it's not the same type of damage that a person could cause yeah you know out on the street Mm -hmm. so but yeah you know you you have to preserve uh, protect the property there as well but there was also definitely you responsible for the for the bodies under your supervision so you know uh, that, I think a bit a bit of a different, uh, different context. Yeah. Now what
1: about in this? Staying on topic with this Toronto, van uh, yeah. attack. Hasn't been called terror. In fact, they've actively said that it's not terrorism. They right. haven't just like delayed calling it terrorism or whatever. But they've said no, this is not terrorism.
0: Sure, sure. Well, what white men can't commit terrorist uh, actions. Uh, and I think that's I think that's probably what what America forgets I think what the world forgets
1: this is a very weird twist I guess to what I don't think police I'm not sure if police uh, authorities have officially said the motive is this yeah but um, in the journalism sphere there people have been researching and if the weird twist is that this guy was Involuntarily celibate, or something like that, that's the term for it, where he was trying to pick up women over however many years and he just kept getting turned down. And so, that supposedly built into this type of misogynist rage or whatever, like very similar to an attack that happened in California mm-hmm. on the college campus in California a few years ago. I don't remember the person's name or the exact location, yeah, but. Um, same thing happened where this guy deranged having some type of a grievance against like young women in general and so they're making that link and then then this attacker now in Toronto had I don't recall exactly but he praised that attacker or something like that yeah and there's some type of connection there so that's what the people in the media are hypothesizing is the motive behind this mm. my issue I want to actually as a student of political science elevate this into who came up with these definitions of terrorism which can be selectively apl- applied to certain mm. situations and not others even though they result in the same type of chaos and death and destruction sure. um, and are based on some type of motivation they're not they're not random they didn't just drop out of the sky you know a person has an intent and they have certain beliefs and they go out and commit this crime yet when some people do it it's not terrorism and when some people do it it is and it's because of the way the definitions are tailored to um, apply to certain people over others certain situations over others
0: okay so to give a real simple uh, answer because sometimes the simplest answer is the is the most obvious and, and, uh, and, and best-fitting. Um, first, I got to say, Radio Islam Family, you know that I'm being facetious when I say white man can't be terrorist, um, But there is an element, there, there is some truth to, this, uh, to the statement. The public perception, right? The person who writes the history, well, what is it? The victor writes uh, the history. Uh, and the victor is also the one who writes the laws. And the laws are written policies are written informed to establish and maintain a particular uh power dynamic so whether it's uh economic policy immigration policy whether it's uh the criminal uh penal codes uh, whatever it is agricultural policy it is all to maintain a particular power structure um health is the same health it's the same thing all these things Are here to maintain the power structure that has been present since the founding of this country and even even before it Um, it wasn't poor people that uh, that 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 came over here on land. it was the people who had means and uh, you know whether it was the uh, Virginia Commonwealth company uh, or was um, whoever was that that founded um, New England or whatever but the point being coming to these definitions of terrorism very same thing you can't have the top you can't have your 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 top player being suspected of being dangerous uh you can't have the the guy that's supposed to be running the country um who's done it you know forty you know who's who's been that except for the one time you can't have him being the face of terrorism and so so they're very selective, as you said, they're very selective, they're very careful about applying that, that label to those people that they don't want to see occupy their spaces of, of power and influence. And lastly, I would add to that. Um, it's only the protected that we get to hear reasons we don't, we, we get to find motivations for the one that protected class uh oh he, he he had a bad day he was involuntarily celibate so he ran over a bunch of women right I mean, okay so don't you think that somebody that would strap a, a a grenade to themselves and blow themselves up and other people that they might have a story too something might something might be wrong mm-hmm. mentally with that person yeah um
1: That's actually another thing that they brought up on the media, which actually we brought up first here on Radio Islam, is that (laughs) mental illness and terrorism, we're given this narrative by the media and by the government that these two things are mutually exclusive. Right. Right. Either you're mentally ill or you're a terrorist. terrorist. When in fact, it doesn't have to be the case. Someone could be a member or a sympathizer of a terrorist group or whatever and have some mental illness problems, which push them over as into uh committing some kind of attack right. well people now after this attack in toronto i heard people on the radio asking that question where they said if this was a guy with a darker complexion or a muslim background or whatever would that that mental illness element would have been in, completely dismissed and immediately dismissed
0: Oh, absolutely yeah right so and it's good to see people well finally i would catching say, it.
1: we 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 said it first though
0: <laughs> no doubt <laughs> Uh, and also, um, our president has been nothing but silent, nothing but silent with, with this. And then also with the the waffle. When I don't think we talked about that much. The Waffle House um, that, that that shooting, uh, where brother came out and uh, you know he was instrumental in uh, in, in saving people, or he, he did some heroic act. And uh, President Trump has been missing. But had that been a a Muslim. Had that been, definitely if it, if it would have been a Muslim, he would have been right there with his little pom-poms um, uh, talking about this is why we need to close our borders mm-hmm. and we need to keep them from coming over here. So, yeah, it's very selective and it's all about maintaining the the order. Um, yeah. Okay. Looks like uh, we are coming to that point now. I want to thank everybody that uh, that do- that joined us via Facebook Live. Um Appreciate seeing the the names pop up and and the salams being given. Um, We urge you or we remind you that the 28th, that is Saturday, there will be a weekend school teachers institute. uh, And that's going to be. Where is that? at? Do you have the address on there? Islamic Foundation. Okay, yes. So make sure you don't miss that. Um, So at this point, uh, we're going to say our goodbyes. Um, We remind you that the uh, views expressed by the host and our guests are theirs and are to be taken as a representation of Sound Vision Inc. Um, your host for the evening right here Tariq el um Ibrahim is on the boards, the impressive one uh, he and I produced tonight's show we thank our executive producer Malik Mujahid and we thank our engineer over at WCEV Leonard thank you very much for making sure we come through loud and clear and with that we're going to wish everyone a great evening we'll see you back here tomorrow at 6 p.m. We're going to leave you as we greeted you. As-salamu alaykum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you.